You've found Rebirth, a podcast to inspire your brilliance. I'm Kate Breton, your guide here as we listen to stories of intuitive courage and empowered living. Today's episode is story sharing with my dog, Aho Nui. That's all I'm going to say. Make some space in your heart for this one. It's, it, it's a good episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe and share. Share the good stuff. If this podcast is something you enjoy, please pass it on to a friend. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks for turning, tuning, turning towards rebirth. Let's leave it there. Thanks for turning towards rebirth. Today's guest is my most precious, beloved companion, my dog, Aho Nui. She, she, I don't know how you guys are with animals, but um, she has constantly been a source of inspiration. I think the animals can communicate to us so much more clearly. And this story is sort of hilarious. So um, I think we could use some levity. I'm definitely for the end of the year turning towards choosing more joy, not staying safe, not staying low, not all of those things that are below just existing. I'm going to start moving up higher octaves because in the joy is the safety and the thriving and the um, being kind and considerate of others and, and fully living life. So I feel emboldened by this statement by my guest today, Ahonui. Ahonui means patience with perseverance in the Hawaiian language. And it is, um, as I was told the first time about that word, it is not merely patience. It is patience with perseverance. It is the patience that holds with it the faith and the knowing that the goal, the vision, the thing that you are moving towards, that you are working towards, that you are here to do will indeed reach fruition through your fortitude and faith. Beautiful, beautiful language. So let me tell you a little story. Okay, background. If you're new to the podcast, I'm a single mom and an entrepreneur, right? So there's free time, not scads of it. I was got ahead of the uh, curve this weekend and made time for some festivities and some slowdown time. I'm telling you this. I want you to read this as uh, I was doing everything to set the week up, right? In the backyard uh, with my son playing and Nui comes over because we just call her Nui. Nui comes over and she's licking her paw, licking her paw. And I look down, I'm like, oh no, her dew claw, which is the interior claw that has the quick to it. So that's the one that if you cut too short, it can bleed pretty easily. It's a more sensitive claw. The nail, admittedly, I let it get a little too long. Okay. Clear my throat, a little bit of guilt there. And she must have caught it on dirt or a fence or I, I don't know because she wasn't totally rambling off by herself in the wilderness, but something had happened and it was askew. And it wasn't askew just a little bit at the bottom. It was askew treacherously. And I thought, uh-oh. She didn't, if for the dog owner, she didn't have like a pained look on her face and she wasn't bleeding. So I thought, okay, you know what? This is not good, but it's not bad, right? I, we could in in a world right now that is drawing our attention to the precariousness and the preciousness of life. This is not good, but this is not bad. This is a solvable situation. It's not infected. I know what's going on. Okay, you know she's walking on it. She's eating. All other behaviors are exhibiting. So check off. It's not an emergency. But hello, we will be attending to this first thing in the morning after you know my son um, goes to a play date. There you have it. And I had that moment of. Oh, 
There was so much I was going to do tomorrow. And then I thought, you know what, Katie? Because that's how I talk to myself. I say, Katie. I said, you know what, Katie? You can, and you're not rushing her to an emergency right now. So let's just be grateful. If life is needing you to attend to this and your plans went awry, let's just let it go. You know, just let it go. So I pretty accurately calibrated to that choice. You know, sometimes you tell yourself to let something go and then you obsess over it. I wasn't obsessing. I was like, okay, we're just going to let this go. We're going to attend to it in the morning. Then (laughs) that night, I'm looking at it to really, you know, with the flashlight, making sure I'm really making the right decision and this isn't an emergency and should I bandage it? And I bring everything out to sort of bandage it. And my dog has a, a definite wisdom and presence about her and she's watching me with the sock and the tape and the scissors and she's looking at me like we're not going to be doing that I'm like oh maybe we should be doing this because I do talk to my dog you know I'm like no we're doing this we're doing this she just lazily looks at me paw protected and tucked under she let me poke at it a couple times and her her face was like we're not we're not going to do this so Right before I was going to really bandage her up, I thought, mm, you know what? If I bandage it up and then I go to sleep, she's going to rip it off. She'll end up pulling the thing that I don't want to get caught in the sock. And then I'm going to create the problem I'm trying to avoid. So you know what? She's not in pain. I now have been alerted that this has been a problem. You know, it was like 830 at night. So I at least knew this by now by like three or four hours. She's going to go to sleep. It's not going to be a big deal. So I go upstairs to bed. My father says to me, as soon as you went to sleep, knew he asked to be let outside. I let her outside. He was watching a movie. She's normally very vocal about coming back in. He went to go to sleep. A couple hours later, realized she wasn't in. Let her in. She had never barked, never asked for anything. Put her on the couch. Okay. I wake up in the morning, still dark out. I come downstairs, you know, a little tentative to what I'm going to find, thinking that maybe I had made the wrong mistake and knew he will, you know, I knew she, anyway, tentative of what I was going to find. I gingerly pick up the paw. She has handled it herself. At that point, I don't know that that my father had let her out. I simply know that the askew at a crooked angle of at least of at least like a centimeter of dewclaw is nowhere to be found. I'm looking all around the floor on all the couches. There is no blood. I have no idea how she's fixed this. And she's looking at me. And I know what she's thinking. She's like, I still want to go. Not to the vet, but I want to go. So you can hear her. I want to go with you. I want to go out. I want to go. I want to go. Where are we going? Where, I, you said that we were going to go to the vet. I don't want to go to the vet. Let's go someplace. I could tell. I just... And I thought about how if there was something wrong, I would have upset my day to attend to her, rightfully. But here's the deal. Something went right. So I chose to upset my day by taking the time that I would have taken to take her to the vet, to to taking her on an escapade. And we went on a really long hike. And she was so happy. She was so happy. And weren't you so happy? Mm-hmm. You were. Yes, tell them. Yes. And I I realized 
that there is so much to attend to right now and there are so many decisions and there are so many places to drop deeply into fear and um, that I sort of needed to pry open the validation of simply choosing joy to not waiting, not I don't need to wait for something to be wrong to disrupt my day. If if it is feasible but merely inconvenient, I can disrupt my day to celebrate um, this this precious being that gives myself, my son, and our family so much. And I was rejuvenated because there's so much to attend to for all of the reasons and monikers I've 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 listed for you that that I should always be getting better, doing more, yet I'm teaching to be in the spiral and I am doing better with it, even during chaotic times and realizing that where I'm now birthing from is in communion with with a higher intention and a higher service. And that means I'm going to have to let go of some of my control and some of my ways of doing things and listen more to the energetics that I have... um, lent myself to in more private areas of my life. And I thought, you know, if I want to be resonating with new ways of doing things and new options and new joy, then I need to be choosing directly today joy. I wish you could see she's placed her head in my hand. This pup came to me in a similar way of me needing to be reminded to let more love and joy in. I had um, a dog before her who had passed. This is years ago. And I'm, I'm pretty full in when I'm a dog owner. <clears throat> and I was deeply grieving, although my, my, my first dog, Kyla, had lived a long life and we had so much fun together. Um, I, I wasn't done grieving her loss. And um, I was, had a roommate at the time and she was, there was a little, um, little strip of burglaries that had happened on a, on a very desolate road in Kauai. And my roommate said, you know, maybe we could get a dog to keep, you know, intruders away since we're two females. And I, and I kind of smiled because for her, she could have a, a dog of that, not after meeting Nui, but in that concept that was applicable for her but for me my dog ends up riding in my passenger seat and goes with me everywhere and does everything you know and I I was like no 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 I'm 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 not ready you know I'm not ready for that and I was traveling a lot and I I I think it's ludicrous to have a dog while you're traveling side note this dog has literally traveled across the continent and back with me so I said no to that inspiration And then shortly after that, an email came um, that was forwarded from a few friends about uh, the Kauai Humane Institute, uh, Institute Kauai Humane Society um, had had to take a large quantity of dogs away from a not great situation and they were looking for for fosters. And I had a friend at the time um, working at the Kauai Humane Society. You can short, follow her on Instagram, short order poet. Her name's Pam Woolway. And Pam had said, um, oh, so I said to Pam, I'm going to, I'm going to come down and get a foster. Um, because I was home for a little bit from traveling and I really liked the idea. I love dogs. And I thought, okay, well, if somebody is in like needs, uh, you know, deep care, 
it'll kind of be easier for me to focus on the care and give them back um, for their rightful home. So I emailed my friend Pam and she said, oh, sure, sure, sure. Come on down. I have, uh, you know, I'll have a dog for you. And I thought, okay. So I walk into the Kauai Humane Society. And my friend Pam says to me, your dog is in, our, is in my office. And I go, I'm at the do- no, no, I'm not, I'm not adopting. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know you're not adopting. And I walk in and there is this black, perfectly poised dog sitting under her desk and her her presence was such that she wanted to make a good impression is what I can say and Pam played the divine matchmaker and spoke so highly of this dog and how it would really be you know great for me to just take her home for two weeks now the Humane Society had this program that when you had a dog that you were fostering, you would wear this vest so that tourists that were visiting that were taking a dog out could put the vest on and um, it would let somebody know that they could be adopted so that while you were fostering and giving the dog a little time outside of the, the kennel, which helps their disposition, and of course, the calmer they are, the, the more likely their frequencies, talking about the word frequency, to, to be adopted and um, she's still sleeping by the way with her head in my hands so I uh, I said well where, where's her vest and my friend Pam says oh you know she's got black fur and vests are so hot she doesn't need one and I looked at Pam I said Pam I'm not adopting her she goes oh yeah 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 I know I know so she um put the dog into my car and I will never forget the look when, uh, well, the interesting thing was I, I had a name for her. Should I, should the dog I was picking up for fostering be one that I adopted? I had, I had popped open the Olelo no Iao, a book of Hawaiian proverbs and selected a name and the name was Ahonui. And I remember her being in the back seat of the car and she still does this now. She was sitting up, but her eyes were closed and there was the sunlight was streaming through the window. I can still see it. And her eyes were closed and she looked so content and the, and the light was glistening off of her fur. And, you know, part of me knew, you know, part of me knew then. But it would take two more weeks before I would go down and sign the paperwork, um, having her become my dog and it would take about another six weeks before I would open up to loving her because I would actually tell the dog I cannot I cannot because it was so hard there was so much love lost and companionship in the perfection of my my dog Kyla I could not I could not open my heart and yet here was this snudge nose shiny fur one black, one white paw looking at me. And I remember she would, she would sit up by, by my bed in the morning and she would look at me like, you're going to love me. You are going to love me. And her bed was outside for, for a little bit because it was Hawaii and it was warm. And I, rem- I could feel the resistance. I mean, here's someone who loved dogs. And I could feel the resistance of like, no, I can't. It's too scary. You know, whatever words. It wasn't like I was putting all that language to it. It was just like, you're a great dog and this is going to be great. 
But I remember the day that she rolled over on her back in her bed and all of her paws were up and I literally felt my heart. I I couldn't resist the love that wanted to come in. It wasn't my old dog. I had to let go of that there could only be that way of things being. I had to let go of a great, phenomenal moment in time to allow this new, phenomenal, wondrous moment in time to be present for me. And of course, when you're listening, you're like, well, you don't actually let go of the old dog. Exactly. You don't actually let go of the past when you let go of the past. You integrate it into the now moment, but you make yourself fully available for all the love and all the joy that is streaming towards you. Right? So whether, however this podcast finds you today, if you feel that it's too hard, that that, that resistance, perhaps it is actually a similar moment for you that life is looking at you with these big loving eyes and saying, you're going to love me. I will wait for you. I will wait for you. Right, little girl? And I will love you. So do me a favor. Do Nui a favor. Um, You know, she took matters into her own paws, right? She needed to be attended to. She knew she could. I guess I should have told you. She had wanted to go uh, on a journey. Um, and I kept saying I didn't have time and I needed to be productive. And, and I'm so glad that it was only the smallest of injuries that was self-corrected to remind me that, yes, we do need to attend and we do need to keep our eyes open to the practical and tend to the things that will enable us in a practical and uh, physical, um, logical way. But let us not wait for things to be bad or things to go wrong to make reckless space for joy and love and to open our hearts to the possibility that even though we really loved the way things were, there can be an endless joy making its way towards you that allows you to integrate and bring forward the love of the past into the ever-expanding joy of the moment. Thanks for tuning in to Nui and I, and I hope you have a most amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Stay connected and learn more of our offerings at katebreton.com. And if you're looking to bring a little bit of inspiration and nourishment into your inbox, join us on the Golden Thread. It's a space to inspire the everyday creative and remind you that every story has a golden thread running through it, including yours.